Welcome to Geek Out Weekly, the podcast where we geek out not so strongly. Roughly every seven days. I still don't yeah. like that part. Mm-hmm. It needs I, to be I, tightened up slightly. Well, so it used to. Uh, I, I was tried on a roughly seven day basis, and that seemed like too many words. But roughly every seven days, a little better. But I think I bailed halfway through. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> speaking of not bailing halfway through, uh, we watched a movie. Oh, also, I'm a dill. And this is Ben. Hey. <laughs> yep. That that's how, again tight opening is what we what we usually aim for. Mm. Um, it sucks because I had the segue of not bailing halfway through somehow because we watched the <clears throat> the four hour twenty minutes. I've already forgotten. No, I think it's it's like four hours and one minute and yeah. thirty or something like that. But I suppose basically four of, hours. Yes, four hours. Yeah. Yeah. Um, suspense, of course, not really there because everyone sees the title on the video or on the episode. But for the sake of audio completion, of course, we are talking about the Snyder Cut. That's mm. Zack Snyder's Justice League. Um, right. So, boy, um, lots of things we could do. Uh, lots we've of notes. You've got lots of notes. Good, because uh, I think uh, we've re- realized over the last little while that. Uh, recaps aren't really our style um mm-hmm. so yes. we're needs, we're going to jump around a bit um we're going to assume you're familiar roughly with things but we'll also have spoilers but this isn't going to be a very beat by beat conversation first thing i wanted to do though as always is initial thoughts mm-hmm. men <sighs> hmm um get to the juicy bits right away right yeah 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 yeah. there's parts of this i very much prefer to the original theatrical cut Mm. there are also parts of this which i think ruined some of the additional elements and and we we, will talk about like direction and all those sorts of things but there's certain things that just killed certain scenes for me or the impact that those scenes were going to have it's it feels so, so pretentious in so many ways that whilst I think, at least on reflection of a, a day, I prefer it to the theatrical cut, theatrical version, this isn't fantastic for me. It's better than the original cut, but it isn't in the upper echelons of superhero films for me. How about yourself? Uh, that's a good way of uh, putting it. I prefer it, I think, to the theatrical cuts. Um, I think that one of the problems I had with the theatrical cut was that they were trying to do a lot. Hmm. Um, and having the extra, you know, double runtime essentially allows you to dot more i's and cross more t's yeah um but it's still not quite my cup of tea (laughs) very good um yeah uh i don't i'm not i wasn't like infuriated by it i also think it I mean, I had low expectations because the first one mm-hmm. wasn't great, and so yep. it's like it's sort of. I feel like the bar for this film is quite low in one sense, despite 
all of the hype train and years of work and reshoots and um, extra long runtime and fanboys, it was still like, yeah, I like it better than the other one. It did better, some things better, some things worse, but more better than worse. Yeah. So I, I think yeah. I'm on the same page as you. Um, but you mentioned the original cut. I, I think it's safe to say, listeners, if you don't know, that the reason why it's called Zack Snyder's Justice League is because uh, due to a family tragedy in the middle of filming Justice League 2017, uh, Snyder bowed out, um, and uh, they brought um, DC... Or Warner Brothers brought in uh, Joss Whedon, you know, reasonably fresh off of the Avengers franchise, mm. uh, um, but also apparently the fairly confirmed rumors were that uh, they were trying to push for more jovial mm -hmm. uh, to jump on the Avengers type of success, and that's what Joss Whedon was sort of tasked with, um, and it resulted in a kind of a disjointed mess. Yes. He, um, and then, and then for a long time, people were like, we, we, if only we could see Zack's vision. And a lot of toxic DC fans on the internet really were using this as a reason why they didn't get a fair shake. Yeah. And now yeah. they've had their fair shake or something. Um, something around that. Yeah. 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 So, um, yeah. But what? So you also didn't enjoy the original one, but I think uh, I haven't seen Justice League since it came out, or okay. a couple months after. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe when it came to to streaming or something along those lines. But like you know that that window of time, first six months of of twenty seventeen release. Mm -hmm. uh, how about you? No, I watched Justice League last year at some point. Um, I can't remember why. Uh, I think. Kim saw uh, it wasn't it wasn't because uh, I didn't watch it because I was interested in it. Let me say, I think it came more from my wife saying, "Hey, look, here's a Batman Superman film we haven't seen. Do you want to watch it?" And I'm like, "Yeah, okay, why not? Sure." Yeah. Um, which was last year at some point. Um, I had it seen... been around Wonder Woman. So before. it was definitely I would say it was about six or so months before. Wonder Woman. Um, yeah, so it's probably around the summer of last year. It's definitely lockdown times, you know, when we're looking for other things to kind of watch. Um, so anywhere between the past six months and five years. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes, yes, I get you. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, apart from that, I'd seen um, Man of Steel. Uh, mm. Like going back through these films that lead up to this, I'd seen Man of Steel. Um, again, probably that was around the time that it released um, or, or the time that it came to home viewing um, that I actually watched that. But I never watched Batman versus Superman. And oh. Justice League didn't make me feel like I should watch Batman versus Superman, but Snyder Cut did. Uh, and I don't know whether that's because it opens, Snyder Cut opens differently and has those final kind of scene, well, not the final scenes from Batman versus Superman but has some of that cut in as the intro to this film I'm like a lot of stuff must have happened in that film that I have no idea about wow. no the relationship between the characters and, and all of this stuff and I think the Snyder Cut made me care and I think this is actually a general thought for the entirety of the, 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 the everything that Snyder Cut it made me care more about the DC movie universe than the theatrical version did hmm that's interesting um i kind of have the opposite well not the opposite i have had a different inter or 
Yeah, it, the the relationship to Batman versus Superman hit me differently, I think. Probably because mm. it's been I, I've seen Batman versus Superman exactly once. I've seen Justice League original cut exactly once, both times mm-hmm. sort of around the, when they came out. Uh, and I, having seen bits of this movie before, but not knowing what, and I, basically I can't remember, I couldn't remember at the beginning of this wh- how what was in BVS and what was in Justice League. Sure. And I was, and then I was like, okay. And then the movie started referring to things. And then I was, I should have put myself in the shoes of someone who hasn't seen Batman versus Superman. I'm like, this is very confusing. Mm-hmm. Partly for me, because I don't remember what I saw and maybe was in this movie then cut. But also, it really thinks you've seen that movie yes. in a way that, like, is kind of shocking mm-hmm. for an expanded double runtime movie. Um, and the thing this goes along the lines of what you were saying, uh, which is they they expanded things, but somehow so a lot of those expansions, for me at least, feel like they weren't enough still. Like, I almost feel like this needed to be, like, a WandaVision. Like, WandaVision's runtime is two hours longer than this entire thing. Mm -hmm. And then you might have got enough of the backstories and some of the, like, wait, what? Smooth out? Because even at four hours, there was just these moments of this doesn't make sense repeatedly. And Yes. Yeah, so circling back um, on the previous point, I, I interrupted myself on. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I I was kind of like bewildered at wait, what happened to Batman versus Superman? Like they opened shot with like Lex Luthor standing in front of something, mm-hmm. and then and then it cut away, and then we didn't really deal with that except at some point in the movie in the last act, Batman refers to and like Alfred are talking or something like, oh yes. Like Lex, 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 like Lex Luthor predicted, and you're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, how am I still getting confused by by this movie mm-hmm. three hours in? Um, and, because and as, as as a point to that, it also um, it cuts a lot of stuff as well from the theatrical version. So there's that whole through line trying to make you care about like humanity by having people inhabiting the space where um, Steppenwolf oh, right. goes to put the mother boxes. Uh, hopefully, listener, viewer, you know what yeah. we're talking about because we're, we're getting into it now, right? Um, so there's that through line about this family and the little girl hiding under the table and all these sorts of things where the parademons start to go out and about and the, the, they put the big shield up when he gets the second box and, and all of these sorts of things. And significantly changing the end of this film... But there's part where Superman and um, Flash Barry, mm. Barry, um, yeah. where they have to help all of these people escape. Oh, right. Snyder Cut just, Snyder Cut just cuts out. It's just gone. Uh, which it's happy about. Then. <laughs> well, it's it's one of the. It's actually one of the things I thought was quite a good change. Like we don't. It wasn't needed in in the theatrical cut. I don't know why it was. Sort of, they're like, oh, we need you to care about humanity more. So here, here is the embodiment of humanity having to flee and be helped by the superheroes to get away from this. And suddenly, that's gone, and it's the film's better for not including that kind of what? bit. I so think... even with all of these expanded bits, and then removing lots of bits from the theatrical cut, it does still feel like it needed for what it wanted to do. Just needed a little, it needed like. 30 minutes more 
or something. Which is, which is fucking bonkers. Like this is this is when I like sat back and thought about it this morning because uh, spoiler alert, I didn't finish it all in one go. Um, Neither did I. I took a break at every so. Um, it's divided into six parts and an epilogue, which is just mm-hmm. shy of the runtime of a part. So it's seven parts. Um. Um. But yeah, I found it. I was like, I wish I knew when these were coming, kind of. But I ended mm-hmm. up looking up a runtime list, and it was just like, cool, this part's over. Like, oh, a couple parts I kind of watched and, like, stretched and then watched two in a row. But mm-hmm. most of them I was taking, like, reasonable breaks of, like, going downstairs, making a tea or grabbing a beer. Uh, the beer part was yesterday. Don't worry about me, Twitch chat. <laughs> um, uh, but, yeah, and... Uh, and yeah, at the end, I just sat there being like, yeah, it should have been longer. But also, mm. yeah, okay. We've opened a bunch of uh, uh, tethers. Let's just focus yeah. on the structure. Um, uh, your four-hour movie is six parts that are labeled. You made a TV series. <laughs> just yeah. fucking own it. I get that not all the parts are episodically length like 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 mm. length but just like mandalorian had that 120 minute episode and a couple 40 plus minute episodes mm. or whatever same like, as one you made a tv show yeah this was the justice league, league tv show and i'm real annoyed that when they like during the hype train they're like we're gonna have a snyder cut and then they're like we're gonna have a four-part mini series and then obviously snyder's like i don't know how to cut this into four parts yeah and then like, like a perfect length episode so then they made it a movie again but a four-hour movie but a four-hour movie that is split into six parts that have their own arcs and titles that refer to them and are also very pretentious um <laughs> yes but like this isn't a movie it's just not a movie no no you're right it's not a movie it's fine that it's not a movie i just wish they had like, one of the things I was apprehensive about with this was a four-hour movie. Jesus. Mm-hmm. But actually, it was quite easy to be like, yeah, I can take a break. Because you're taking a break. Yeah, you're Cutting absolutely. the title yeah, cards. Yeah. like, And also, I'm, I, I don't mind this idea of, like, if you release a, a series as a binge, which is essentially what this is, right? Mm. You just don't have interstitial credits opening titles and closing titles. Like, just placard next up next show placard would be great yeah instead of hoping things like netflix have that weird five second timer that you have to like click or not click it's like if you're going to release it as like a chunk but divided i think that's i think that's the way forward Mm. um yeah yeah i I hadn't really thought about it like that when i was when i was watching it through even though i took similar similar breaks uh I, i i hit the first Part, um, I think the first, maybe not the first two. Actually, I think it was about halfway through the second mm. uh, kind of chapter that I took a break, only because I had to, because the, the daughter was eating her lunch and I had to go and do some stuff. I then watched a big chunk of it last night, or most of it last night, and had the last, I think, 30 minutes, which was the epilogue, uh, roughly. Uh, which I watched again, which I watched this morning whilst the family was eating breakfast and stuff like that. So. Yeah, so we'll get on to the epilogue later. Mm. Um, so, 
So you remember quite a bit of the OG OGJL versus ZCJL? Well, um... Or is it just like some things stood out? <laughs> um, excuse me. I think, um, I don't... This, I, I was watching through this film thinking, this seems familiar. Like, mm. is this a part that was in the original cut, or is it expanded on the original... And I just feel like I should know what's going on. Um, and there's there's lots of parts in this that they've completely changed as well. You know, dialogue which just isn't used that is used in the theatrical cut. There's that scene where they're talking about um, um, like how to resurrect um, Superman, and uh, I'm pretty sure I, I I do not know for certain because I cannot remember. But there's a part where Jason Momoa's Aquaman. Like he sits on the lasso of truth and then spouts off that he's like scared and stuff like that. That just isn't. Oh, it. that sounds that that sounds incredibly Joss Whedon reshoots. Uh, uh, like, if you think about it, right? and like and that that just isn't in this. And I'm watching this through, going, where is this? Where was that bit? Was that even mm. in this? If I made this up, so there's a lot of that. So there's a lot of in my mind thinking, I'm sure this happened in that film, but without but like having seen it for a you know yeah. however long it's been nine months or something. I cannot be certain yeah. what is and what is not That's part fair. of the original kind of cut or or not. Obviously, the whole dark side being the um, actual villain, the big bad. Which uh, fuck? So yeah, so that gets to a good point that um, I want to touch, which is mm. as a comic book nerd, there were things that made me go wee. Yes. And like having actual anti-life equation be referenced, though I think it was not needed in this film. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, and Darkseid actually being in there, uh, even Granny Goodness being in the background of some scenes, but not saying anything. But like actually seeing the bad and understanding it more. So I think mm-hmm. part of that was in the original one. I remember it was just Steppenwolf, and it was all kind of yes. They were hinting at because they were hoping to do. They were doing that horrible thing of assuming you're going to make a sequel, and so like Darkseid will be the bad guy next time. And it was mm-hmm. like, no, he needs to be the bad guy here. And Steppenwolf being a pretty generic villain as well in the way the CG was done, etc. Like, yeah, um, and he had not having a lot of scenes. But I think one of the reasons why Steppenwolf feels like a better enemy um, is because you have him playing off of his actual boss, mm-hmm. right? Yes, he gets much. dialogue, and you get to see his placement in the world and why he's trying so hard. And it's not just generic bad guy taking over the world. I guess mm-hmm. for someone else. So I thought that was really well done. Absolutely. And I and again also feeds my like nerd reference. Woohoo! Completely. And I I guess it's um you know with all of the stuff that was originally shot, and then Josh Whedon having to come in, Joss Whedon having to come in, and uh, make. I would assume massive cuts uh, to get it down to a runtime that the studio wanted it to be put out at. Roughly, mm. um, he he knows that with these films you need that little bit of, um, but just those little moments, you know, in Avengers. Another cat's run away from the door. He was going to let the cat out, but the cat ran away. No. Dorian's off. He's done for the day. He's listened to enough of our bullshit. He's finished. 
So, uh, Whedon coming in off of his um, experience with Avengers. Yeah. He knows that you need these little hints, these little tidbits of what the big bad is. You know, Thanos was was primed in the first Avengers movie before being the big bad, you know, 5, yeah. 10, 50,000 films later. Uh, you know, we, we had glimpses of that. And I, I think just the way that DC's gone about all of their films and the structure and how they've released and all of this kind of thing uh, has just been very, very odd. And there's not been a through line by anyone going, actually, maybe we do need to put Darkseid in this yeah. um, and just start to hint at that and build on it. So we can show that this is a like a cosmic universe. Obviously, we already know that Superman comes from another planet, but... Um, you know, it's not just Superman. It wasn't just this one planet. There's lots of other things out there, and this cut does that quite yeah we, successfully. I think like having the Martian Manhunter in for mm-hmm. like three scenes, not not really doing anything. Yeah, doing nothing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, he pokes Lois, right? That's it. And, it, um, and it, it's funny because and I think like, that scene felt really dumb, except it was like, well, we know Martian Man- Manhunters, and and then he comes in the end, right? And it's like, okay. Uh, which is hilarious because, like, so one of the things that uh, Marvel has had is a Kevin Feige, right? Mm. Um, and DC didn't have that. And they kind of, from what I understand, Zack Snyder sort of slipped into that role because Christopher mm-hmm. Nolan's like, I don't, like, no, 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 I made my, my Batman's lead. Yeah, I'm over. done, yeah. Uh, and, Although Christopher Nolan does get an executive producer credit in this film. Yeah, I think, I think that's, I mean, he, that's he, it he, forever. He's just yeah, an EP yeah. on every single DC movie now. Um, but I think that Snyder kind of got put in this role that he didn't necessarily want. But mm. um, you're right. Like the other thing is they wanted Avengers money and Avengers yeah. right, right away. In like there was a lot of think pieces when Justice League OG came out. Uh, yeah, I think JLOG is better than OG JL. Um, but JLOG came out, and there was a lot of think pieces about how they were rushing, basically. Same thing with Batman versus Superman. It's like you're mm-hmm. rushing to try and... You need to do the individual movies to yes. get the... Because the team-ups don't have the time to do the depth that you need for audiences to care. Um, and that's a thing that this does a little better because you have more time, but mm-hmm. ultimately I still think the premise of this movie uh, is flawed because we don't care enough about any of the people. Absolutely. I I didn't even realize that Aquaman came out after the original release of Justice League. I I thought he was already an established... Yeah, yeah. was she in... Was Batman versus Superman the first thing she was in? Yes. Just she was in for like nuts. two scenes, and that absolutely, was the big. Holy crap! Absolutely nuts. Yeah, just, not, just like just nuts. Surely you need to care about these characters before. Uh, I mean, I can understand why they want to introduce new characters, and you get Barry, and you get Cyborg, but also for then Aquaman to be a new character, even though he feels a bit more established. Now they don't spend quite as much time on Aquaman as they do with Flash and Cyborg. Uh, it's just it's, it's kind of again talking about you know what is bad about this film also extends to the whole of the DC universe or movie universe. It's just a mess. So much of yeah. this that just is a mess. Yeah, I think that's that's the thing that you can't get away from. Mm. Um, 
Uh, so I wrote down, so I, I have like my notes that are a couple pages and then mm -hmm. like quick things I wanted to bring up. And I and on my list of possible topics to chat about, I just wrote video gamey. And I okay. want to know if you can figure out what I meant by that. Mm, video gamey. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. No, I don't know. And then I, I also put, I put Tomb Raider Puzzle. <laughs> no, I don't know. You'll have to explain. I'm yeah, not. I know. I figured as much because, I mean, these are just like things. Like, so Tomb Raider Puzzle ah! was um, the um, the very stupid, we set Grace on fire. Hopefully Wonder Woman will know what this means mm -hmm. thing, which was dumb in the first one. So, I mean, this is one of those things where general complaint that I want to get into more details and actual examples after this, but uh, of just how so much, so much happens in service of a shot or the plot and doesn't really make sense. Yes. Um, and, but this is the, some ruin the, the, the hall of the Amazons, they, you know, Oh no, we're fucked. Fire, uh, fire Artemis's arrow that signals to man that we're in trouble. And mm -hmm. then hopefully that will tell Wonder Woman that that means we're in trouble here. Because she'll know. And then Wonder Woman sees it from France. This fire goes there. There's no guards to this vandalized ancient site. Yep, she just wanders she, in. She, she just, well, she kind of goes... To signify to the to the the audience, oh, she's sneaking, mm -hmm. and then she just walks in in her heels, picks up the arrow, and then just jumps into a pit. And you're like, oh, I guess those ruins have a pit. And just then just open open pits going down then, into the ruins. Yep. And then right right there, you know, at the end of the pit where you'd think a door would be, just a shape of an arrow. And and you're like, so these archaeologists are the worst. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Right. They didn't think about it. Obviously, this is impenetrable stone because they wouldn't have been like, oh, this looks like a door. I guess an arrow is the key. We could possibly figure out how to get past this. So we didn't. Mm. And she puts the arrow in, making no sense because this is just Artemis's arrow to signify. Earlier in the film, they, they tell us it's the arrow is to signify we're in trouble mm -hmm. to man. Not we're in trouble about dark side. Just we're in trouble. That's yes. kind of the value yeah, they yeah, get. Yeah. And in the, I think in the original cut, um, they kind of said that a little stronger. And then she, and then the door opens, and it's a painted set of frames explaining dark side and his plan and everything. And I was that was one of the moments where I was just like, "Fuck you," because. <laughs> <laughs> Because earlier I was like, wait, so if you're the Amazons, we, we open on them and there's just this amphitheater type situation of all these Amazons staring at a mother box mm -hmm. before it cracks. And then it cracks and they're like, oh, no, it was like, what were you doing beforehand? Because like what? Do they Either. do they have shift changes around this? Is this well, is this just standard like, guard duty for Amazon? Someone has to, or, or you know, there's loads of them as well. There must be like yeah, forty like, of well, them. Yeah, the Atlanteans had like a couple of guys yeah. on guard, and that rotated. It made sense, but then 
the Amazonians were just like afraid of it, but then for cinematic reasons, the crack shows up in front of us, which means they were afraid of it when it... What? Yeah. And it was just very confusing cinematically. Mm -hmm. And then their whole situation is, okay, if it comes in trouble, we'll close these gates so no one can get out of... Right? Like, that's their security system. Mm. Is some Amazons on the ready to bash these trunks of wood to close the gates that yes. she has to slide under dramatically. But then also, the whole thing falls into the sea. Mm -hmm. So then maybe why bother with the gates? If the whole if the plan is, you knock these pillars down, and then the whole thing crumbles off of a cliff, does it matter if you left a door open? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it just so video gamey in the right. sense of yeah, what yeah. we complain about like why some people complain about video games being like because the puzzle takes precedence over plausibility mm -hmm. and like that whole sequence was just ridiculous it's yeah. like none of this makes sense also in that scene sorry i'll go back to that scene because it, it it does a bunch of things which are weird but like so so then we fast forward to to diana opening and seeing this thing and then you're like wait right Diana grew up on Themyscira, right? One of their sacred duties is to guard a magic box. That she didn't know anything about that sacred duty. <laughs> yes. And she knew nothing about it until she got the arrow and went into the pit where the secret message room was and she learned about it so she could tell Batman. And you're like, okay, you're trying to tell the audience that she knows about this for exposition reasons but then she just tells batman with in flashbacks mm -hmm. so you just don't trust that she, the audience would figure out that she knew this because she grew up in at, at, on themskira and it just that type of thinking that lack of trust is so absolutely prevalent absolutely and in it's this entire thing completely it's the same with the other wonder woman scene i, I can't remember where it was the one that they introduced juice her where she's in london and she saves the kids um when they're going when the, the terrorists yeah. are coming in to bomb the thing and they're like we want to take europe back to the dark ages we want to basically just blow up the monetary system and all this sort of stuff never spoken about again just a complete throwaway idea complete throwaway bad guy just in service to saying here's wonder woman this look at her this is what she does thing. she does some yeah. stuff and i absolutely they, i think they inserted a couple of times just before that this like random it's not even music it's just this wail that happens as soon as she comes oh, into the room, it's like, it's like what the fuck is this why have you put that in and then it kicks in with her like the wonder woman music theme. Her action yeah. theme and I'm like yeah that's why, why have you got this random scream uh in in this and again just and it was in both that was in the 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 original cut of this as well um that that scene just randomly kind of placed in but you're right it, it doesn't trust the audience to understand kind of what's going on and uh, to, to to just build on that a little bit more there's a scene that i absolutely loved which wasn't in the original which was the introduction to barry allen to flash where he goes in for the job in the dog grooming parlor to be a dog walker. Yeah. And the the, the, the woman he bumps into is going to get in a crash and it introduces gets his... Gets in a crash. His, yeah. Oh, yes, gets in a crash, yes. And it introduces his powers. And it does, it does the slow motion to show his powers and puts that piece of music against it very, very well. And it's set excellently. It's shot very well. It's cut 
you know, unlike everything which is like cut, 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 it does, it, it stays and lingers on a few shots and things like that to show that slow motion. And I thought it was beautifully done. It's a very, very cool uh, scene. It's ruined, absolutely ruined for me by two things. Firstly, why do we need to see Jason Momoa stood on the edge of a pier and have slow motion shots of the water across him and all of these other slow-mo things? It just completely like takes away from that shot. If we had no slow motion up to that point, that would have been much more impactful in what it was doing. And secondly, just to finish... Yeah, no, I just wanted to add on. The hot dog. He oh. absolutely did not need... And again, it's showing the audience or suggesting that the audience are stupid. For And I've got this issue with objectification and Zack Snyder in previous films. And I don't know who wrote it or who thought it was funny because it absolutely screams dick joke that this hot dog is flying towards her face to like smack her in the face. And instead, Barry grabs it out of the air and puts it in his pocket in service of him then going back into the dog groomers and the dog's going nuts and him saying, I've got, I always carry around a meat snack yeah. for dogs. You could have still done that and known that, and, and the audience go, he's super fast. He could have just grabbed one of these out of the air without us having to see like this potential stupid, like objectification dick joke in there and him stopping that from happening because it, a, it just ruins the scene, and B, it just says you're stupid for not realizing he's super fast. Yeah, and he could. I mean, just I didn't actually anyway. pick up on that being possibly male gazy. I just thought it was it ruined the pacing because he's mm-hmm. in a rush. He's saving her. He is going. Su- I think they're trying to say he's super fast, so he has the time to do this. Yes, but yeah. it, it just felt like indulgent. Yeah. yeah. Um. Um. But yeah, I'm glad you pointed that out. I didn't even think about the phallic part. Um, and and it's it's interesting because they take like it's it shot differently. A lot of the ways in which they shoot Wonder Woman or present Wonder Woman in this film take away from that kind of very male gazy stuff that yeah. was on her during that original cut. So to have this in here, someone and it might not have been their intention, but at least when I watched it, it definitely came across that way. Hmm, that's interesting. Yeah, the other, the thing I wanted to talk about, which is a big deal for me because I think it's the abuse of slow motion. Mm. Um, one, it's just not great to do all the time. Yeah, It's a really lazy trick to make things seem impactful, especially when you're like, and then I will put a slow score. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I the, I'm glad you brought it up because I was very annoyed uh, that how slow motion was very specifically important to a character and showing their powers. Mm -hmm. And then it was, like you said, everywhere else. But also, if you think back to that that sort of Wonder Woman is stopping a crime, which I don't mind in general. Like and they gave the they gave the the criminal like some reasoning of why they just wanted to what they wanted to do is have there's no way you could negotiate. She had to go in because yes. like it was clearly basically they just wanted to be make it so the stakes were clear and there was no middle ground for this throwaway scene. But again, it when you in this day and age, when you conjure up, oh, this person's an anti capitalist and then you leave it alone, it, it kinda don't don't work as well. Yeah. Um but I get what they were trying to do, make it very clean, like he's going to kill everyone. Um but she, they do fast motion, slow motion, fast motion, slow motion to show she's just like kind of like her perspective versus maybe theirs seeing her. Yes. Like sometimes she's like 
pew, pew. Mm-hmm. Or like, oh no, a bullet, stretch. And other times she's just, you're like from the perspective of, of the regular of the, of the watching people, her. Yes, and yeah. it it's really juddery and you're like, okay, I get kind of stylistically what you're doing, but then to have slow motion be the indicator of a power. And then it's like, okay, slow motion means someone is going at a, a faster speed, so they are perceiving things differently only when there's lightning bolts. Oh, wait, but Superman also sometimes does that. <laughs> yep. Like, there's, you just lose... The, the cinematic language is so watered down, mm. pun intended, given the scene you mentioned. Um, like, what is the point? And also, what is the point of... Like, did it, you just needed to make sure Aquaman had X seconds? Because... Like, it was very established that, like, I actually thought it was more, it was so much better when he disappeared into the sea after talking to Batman. Yes, absolutely, yes. Yes. No bubbles, nothing. He's gone. He's gone to sea. And then to be, like, generic saving from a storm, fine. You get it? You're reintroducing, like, he's the guy who said no to the call, Mm -hmm. but he's still a heroic person. He saves someone from the sea, charges a bottle of whiskey, but then the slow-mo throwing the bottle, like, oh, yeah. What is that supposed to mean? Except <laughs> Zack Snyder thinks it's cool. Absolutely, I, and I don't mind. I don't mind smoldering Jason Momoa. You put him smoldering in wherever you want. That's fine. <laughs> smolder, Adol, smolder. Um, but but it just didn't need didn't need all of that framing. Didn't need all of that kind of uh, slow motion effects. Like it, it does work. In the in the original cut, the way that he disappears into the sea and all those sorts of things, um, yeah, it just and, and again just takes away takes away from the impact uh, when it's used elsewhere. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah. So so the other thing is, um, well, there's a bunch, but let me just I have I'm just glancing at my notes here. Uh, I did want to talk about and I recognize we're at forty minutes. Um, this will go along the lines of um, not trusting the audience, mm-hmm. but um, let's actually, I think the best way to talk about this is like talking about how this is secretly Cyborg's film, which I really yeah. enjoyed. Yeah, absolutely. I thought Cyborg was the good through line. Also, it makes a lot of sense because it's about parenthood and being there, not being there, etc. Mm-hmm. which of course, given... Snyder's um, daughter's suicide that sort of made him leave the film. Uh, originally, it kind of makes sense that so much of this film is attached to parents, which it already kind of was. Yes. It's a big theme in Batman versus Superman and the infamous Martha scene. Um, but uh, <laughs> so we get this like he's at a football game and then there's a crash and like stupid shit where it's like, He's staring off in the stands and, and like, so this is what I mean by not trusting the audience. So it's like, he's staring off into the stands and there's one seat empty, but it's kind of in the middle of the crowd. You don't even really notice the way it's shot, whether the his mom is beside that seat. Yes, yes. It just looks like an empty seat. And you're like, is that the seat reserved for his dad at the university stadium? It's just, it's like, fuck you. Like, and then especially because then they cut away and be like, your dad couldn't make it. It's like, just... Have him looking at, like, just have him looking sad after being happy. And then cut to, dad wasn't here. That's still super hand-holdy. Yep. But the long lingering shot that's like, 
done with a slow pan and everything's kind of blown out of focus except like it's just cinematic garbage yes absolutely that doesn't make sense for the scene mm. um and then you know he i mean I, I, he's a lot better looking than the original cut i think but he's still pretty cgi borg mm-hmm. um but like his dad's speeches all don't quite make sense like on the recording um they're just sort of heartstring one-liner type things mm-hmm. but like in the context of the film it's just like i care about you I, and, and absolutely and like i like a lot of the kind of the extra back stuff they give and, and fleshing out these characters some more but there's that there's a scene and again i don't know if it was in the original um where he gives a woman a ton of money because, oh, I was going to bring that one up. Yeah, yeah, because somehow he's able to tap into whatever he's tapping into to see her life. No, and like so, finding the eviction notice on the door. Like unless he's looking through, unless he's tapping secu- into it's security, it's security, security camera. Right, it was security camera. Yeah. Right. Okay. It's like he's walking down the street and he sees this person at the bank machine, and then he like goes through all the internet because he has access to all the internet and all the things. Mm-hmm. Which at the time we don't know why. Uh, and I found that really frustrating because, again, it's just the way it's cut, which is this weird, like, we don't trust you, but also we don't tell you yes. anyways. Because yeah, yeah. it's like, we find out later the reason why he's got magic cyborg powers is because he's got motherboard box technology mm-hmm. in him. But we don't find that out for another, like, hour and a half. So now we've got his dad saying, you can do anything with any technology. And there's this montage of nuclear weapons and all this really oh, weird yeah, yeah, visual yeah. visuals. Yeah. Um and you're like, and he's like, and you're the only one. You're like, and from our perspective, it's like, he's a scientist who made his kid do a thing. Mm. Why wouldn't, like, if it can be done once, it can be done twice. That's science. So why wouldn't there be another person? Like, you you being a master of all the things, like, it's just like, you've got the fate of the world in your hands. You're one of a kind. It's like, I don't understand why. And you're mm. not, there's no context clues for me to figure out why. So now this doesn't make sense. And then you have in these visuals, you can control the the stock market, and it shows uh, the bear and bull statues in front of the stock New York Stock Exchange yep. fighting, and you're like, "The hell does this fucking mean?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's not how this like. I if you're trying to say money like go, has like we have a bear market and a bull market, that's just which one it is. It's not like they fight. It's not like it, the you took two physical objects in front of the stock exchange and animated them in a way that doesn't embody any, not only what they represent metaphorically, no, but also not what you are saying in your like exposition. Yes, it's just yes. mindless barren bullfight. Cause while the audience couldn't bear, like the audience wouldn't be able to handle a talk about finances without something pretty on screen to bash, bish, bosh. It was just so aggravating. And but then again, with it's that a very lady. Uh, it, it's it's a very um, uh, American kind of view as well, because a lot of people are not going to know what the Baron Bull represent. Yeah. they're not going to have to. And, and that's that. not going to help, right? Exactly. Yeah. Um, and then so yeah, so the point he's making is you could do all these things. This is this dad's speech, right? You can do all these things, and the actual heroic hard part will be not. Mm-hmm. And then it proceeds to show him snoop on a lady who's having a hard time doesn't get paid enough, gets evicted, and then he get, goes to a bank account, makes more money. Mm-hmm. And, like, the economist in me is like, that works for one person, but it can't work generally because you increase the money supply, you cause inflation. Um, 
<laughs> but like in general, it's like that scene is supposed to show, oh, I want to use my powers for good. But this is what I mean about the speeches being kind of vacuous because his dad said the hard part will be not doing it, i.e. Mm. you can't do the quick solution. But he did. <laughs> and the movie wanted us to be like, yeah, cyborg, give that poor lady money. And you're like, Okay, what completely. do you do? like? It's, and there's so many of these disjointed moments in the in mm-hmm. the in the five million hours of this experience, um, where I'm just like, but what? Because the writing is just not there. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Um. Sorry, that was my rant. I read no, like, between good, the bear and good, the bull, but also I think it's exemplary of a lot of the times where the this this it's just not, it's just saying things. There's yes. a lot of yeah. saying things that don't really fit, except. I could believe that line exists in a superhero script. Mm-hmm. That's how a lot of the things that I was like, wait, what? We're just like, yep, that passes superhero script like bar. But of course, that's really cynical, right? Mm. Because we have good superhero movies and they have to pass good script bar. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, they do. Um, we, we've talked about a few of the things that we don't like. I think... Um, as we're coming sort of, um, you know, last last little bit of time, uh, something I did want to talk about, which I really enjoyed, was the change to the ending. Um, I, we've already mentioned that um, that that through storyline about the family living near uh, where yeah. Steppenwolf sets up camp or sets up his sort of his little base um, is cut, and the ending, the final, the ending, the final battle between them and Steppenwolf is completely different because obviously with the Darkseid inclusion, the mother box yeah. actually does unite and opens up a portal. So Darkseid is presented to everybody. Superman comes in in a slightly different way who yeah. also looks much more badass in the black and grey uh, yeah. uh, uh, outfit. That, uh, perfect. Yep. That looks really good. Also, It's also like hitting you in the comic book nostalgia. Oh, yes. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's because it's uh, from the very brief stuff I know, I'm not a huge Superman fan. From the brief stuff I know, the, the black suit is is the suit he wore when he came back to life after yeah. a, a storyline. Death of, the death of Batman. It's not Batman fucking hell. The death of Superman yeah, yeah. storyline. No, sort of yeah. yeah. So and he came he back does, without powers. Absolutely, yeah. And had guns. Oh, did he? That's how much yeah. I know. I just know that he had a black suit. Uh, and then yeah. that this calls back to that, which I thought was good, which looked and really long good. Hair. And oh, isn't there four Supermen or something as well yeah. at some point? Oh, I mean, because like want to derail this and talk no, 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 about no, 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 no. Return of the um, Superman, <laughs> the limited edition DC <laughs> run. Let's not get down that that far. Uh, but um, it like it, it, it seemed to cut that final battle to a slightly shorter runtime. As well, it wasn't quite as bloated as it was in the original cut. It didn't feel like it was, and that may be just because of the longer runtime of the entire film. That it felt like just a smaller, or it was a smaller portion of the entirety of this. But it, it worked a little bit better as well. And that beat down of Steppenwolf and chucking him back through the portal to Dark Side worked better than um, these things of the, the Parademons eat on fear, and now Steppenwolf is super scared oh, of, God, of, of all of them, and they ending. eat him yeah. at the end. Um, no, yeah, you want your superheroes to do the thing, and having Diana yeah. the warrior actually kill him was Absolutely. really smart because yes. it kept the usual people, um, you know, in check. Mm-hmm. Like Superman doesn't have to do the thing that he did in Man of Steel that we all hated, which was like kill Zod instead of I don't know, move his head. Yes, put your hand in front of his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> no, just off him. Like again, we don't want to derail on those things. Um, but yeah, I've. I've it, 
kept Superman wholesome, mm-hmm. uh, and I thought the fight with Superman was I, I it felt tight this time. I don't know, like when right after he was resurrected, I oh, don't yes. remember all, but it also did the stupid thing where. Clark, Clark, Clark. There's two regular ho- fucking dudes there in earshot. Um, and this is what I mean about things not really be that. So, like, that scene, like, the fight worked really well. I, I still love the confusion of, oh, he can't quite move as fast as me, but he can follow my movement. Yes, yeah. Between Superman and Flash, great. Um, but the, yes, the, this, this whole, the shot, we have these, she's by these police officers. She says Clark, but like now we're just all we care about is that she's here to stop Clark. So she could talk to Clark and everyone else is ignored, but they're there. And then you have this ADR where they say, hold your fire. It's Batman, Superman. And then Lois comes up and then Lois starts talking to him. And then they say, hold your fire. And you're like, You've been holding your fire. <laughs> you guys have literally only been holding your fire. Unless, unless the they were talking about mean? unless they were talking about shooting Lois, it doesn't make any sense. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because they had already stopped. It was it, the the line was not. She is. She took. She was in front of you, and then she took another step forward, and you're like, oh, better stop not shooting. It, it again. These lines just mm. feel like well, they they they're set in action movies. Like it's all this surface level stuff that mm-hmm. doesn't make sense contextually. That really bothered me. Yep. And so the two things uh, I want to talk about were sequence wise. Were, were were you mentioned it earlier the making Superman come to life? Mm-hmm. That entire sequence, in fact, the whole part five, all the King's Horses, if this was like a series, like I sort of alluded to thinking it, that's the weakest episode by far. Oh, absolutely. And it's the episode that Superman comes back to life in. It should be really important, but it's so much. Super impactful, yeah. Um, I see what you did there. Um, I... it was so muddied, and there wasn't... Again, this is where we talked about at the top of the show, right? This lack of... um, actual explanation so Mm. at first they're like i think the mother box can make him better and then then batman's or super batman goes there's space in the spaceship i think that we can use like it was we need something and then and it's like oh well we might as well just go to the spaceship because thing is there but it turns out that then they put him in the goop. And in the original cut, it was because the matrix of recharging or whatever goop is important. Mm-hmm. And that's what helps Superman come back to life. But they skip that. That's not part of the explanation. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now they're just going there out of convenience. Then why would you throw him in the goop? Again. And it, and then and then they have, and it's like, we need to jumpstart the mother box. Let's, and then we'll get the robots to drop the box into the goop at the right time. And it's like, so the robots know the plan and you reprogram them, but the plan really was just put the box and the body together and you just needed a space and you decided it. to yeah. break into a mm. thing. It's it's nonsense. And then they're like, oh, but the computer is confused or afraid and all these extra mm. things. And like, this isn't a plan. Yes. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah, just completely. a series of events that you can cause tension in. And it, it, it kind of makes you think, do they, you know, with this Snyder cut, is this being pushed out to a wider audience or are they thinking 
people who watch Justice League will now watch this version of it because they already have an understanding about what is going on here that we don't then need to do that, which they don't do with other bits. You know, it's, it's one of those bits yeah. where like, let's cut some of this out without giving you any further explanation and, and making it just seem a bit arbitrary in why they're in that, that location. Um, and I know you had another point to make yeah. on this, but to um, I think the final thing to chat about in a minute will be the epilogue. Um, yes. But where we it, that scene kind of first gives us that glimpse as well, which I don't think is in the in the OG version, where where Cyborg has a glimpse of the future, um, or at least some kind yeah. of future, and he says no, and Barry thinks he says go, and then runs through that yeah. to, to set off sort of Superman. Um, I don't know whether that was in the there, original. There was, there was um, uh, Apocalypse Batman. With the the trench coat, etc. That was, was a scene in the original. Yeah, but I cannot but, remember. But not where the cyborg came in. vision. Mm. Yeah, I don't think the cyborg vision was there. But yeah, I liked that. I liked the idea, especially because Barry actually cues it up with saying like, "When I, if I go too fast, like time goes wonky." Yes, and then that becomes a like at that point and another and like obviously mm. at the yes. integral climax. Um, the, the the only thing I wanted to say was I liked was because it was about sequencing but also i liked you're right the way they cut the final battle was a lot more satisfying Mm, yeah yeah except getting to the final fight scene was again nonsense sequencing because batman goes i'm going first no matter what you guys just go forward and then he keeps talking about how he's gonna drag them away i'm gonna pull all the paradigms away so you can get there but then for the sake of cool screenshots essentially at multiple points in him dragging them away, all of the superheroes are with him. <laughs> They're just there, yeah. And it's like, well, then you're not dragging them away in a way that it wouldn't have just been easier for all of you to attack as one. Absolutely. And then split up. Yeah, like, absolutely. This is Batman's a bad not plan. over here make fighting, yeah. and they don't then have to infiltrate there into the middle of the into the base. They're all just here. Yeah. And then and then they and they and then Batman proceeds to go to the left, and then then they go to the right. It's like, well, why don't you all just Make sure you can get to the Y point together. It it really frustrated me um, because it, it was it just seemed like well we want we want these cool hero like two at a time moments, mm. um, but they but we haven't figured out how to write it, so we'll just make it happen. Yeah, uh, and hope that you won't notice because bang boo bzz, bzz, zap right like all these effects are going. You won't care that this plan isn't a plan. Mm-hmm. Um, and the last thing was just that they couldn't. So what I did like was um, his his armor, um, Steppenwolf's armor, armor disappearing. Oh yeah, when he was weakened, because yeah, yeah. um, uh, you know they couldn't get through, they couldn't damage him. But then when he was beaten up enough, and you could see it was just his bone and stuff, uh, then suddenly you could stab him in the chest with the trident, mm. and you could lop off his head. And I was like, yes, and you're trusting the audience to th- like that was great because it was the final like. Yeah, Steppenwolf be dead. Yeah. And also, the two warriors who have no qualms in killing to protect their realms did it, right? Yep. All that was so yep. well done. And it, it was like a moment of trust to the audience. They didn't go, my armor's gone. Oh, no. Right? His armor was just gone. And suddenly he was vulnerable and he died. And then he got sent off to Darkseid. And it was like, yes, cool. Why couldn't that have been throughout? The, like, it mm. just, that was like bittersweet. Because it's like, oh, I, like when I clicked, right. The sword didn't work before because his armor. Armor's gone. Neat. And then I was like, oh, but there's so many points that just, it would have been so much tighter if you just didn't 
waste our time with like the did you notice stuff mm -hmm. so i just thought that was a that like is a bittersweet i really enjoyed that fight but also the reason why i liked it was kind of reminded me of all the bits of the movie that did live up to that standard yeah um yeah but that's only six parts of of the film <laughs> uh yeah so i i mean I I had it written down, but I've, I lost it. Uh, how long the epilogue was? But it's like twenty minutes or something. It's about twenty five minutes, something 30, like that. Yeah, yeah. I think it's. I think it comes in at about the uh, with with thirty minutes left. So including the the credits, so whatever the credits are, you know, six five six minutes or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the standard same same length as one division credits. But, yeah. Um, you won't talk about. That. Um. So uh, yes. Um. The the nightmare with a K. Kadigat mare. Yes. Yeah. Um. What the fuck was that? <laughs> um, I mean, it's I mean, just, I, 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 <sighs> so this is where the hubris, I think, is the whole thing. We've kind of danced around it, but like the overindulgent slow motion, the dialogue that seems impactful, like, like, um, we got to suit up or whatever. There's a scene, and then Cyborg is like. I'm always suited up and then takes off his sweater and you're like that line does not work the way you think it does yes, yes. because what he needs to just be I'm a cyborg I'm always in my thing but actually he's wearing a disguise mm -hmm. so he's not always suited up and he's actively becoming suited up by taking it off even though normally it'd be putting it on yep. yes I know that's an inversion but it doesn't mean you can say the line it doesn't make sense but it's the like stock cool one-liners mm -hmm. right like it's so much of it is and the hubris of thinking again i can just throw these fancy shots mm. i can just not do, put the depth because i can just wow you with these like grim dark moments these slow-mos and then these one-liners that are like you know stern one-liners versus the more jovial ones in the original cut right like yes. and this is where all of that comes to a head because it's just like Oh, now Deathstroke's on Batman's side. Mm -hmm. Why do we care? Yeah. Oh, he's had to make uh, a pact with the Joker. That's how oh, dire that the fucking... situation is. Because he's not going to get people that don't like him to help him. But also, then the, there's going to be ten minutes of the Joker being like, Remember how I killed Robin? He's like, oh, I killed Harley Quinn. Ah! We have a truce now. Given that Snyder has said... He is not going to do another DCEU movie. That's fucking ridiculous yep. because the only excuse for that is it's a blatant push for Justice League 2. Yeah, absolutely. Or at least they, and even then, or at least setting up that 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 Affleck Leto Batman versus Joker movie with a Robin of some kind yeah. and, and impactful moments and things. And yet leading up, it just it just was not needed. And I I just I don't like Leo's Joker. I mean, at all. I mean, yeah, I don't either. And it's really indulgent of a character who wasn't in the original, didn't need to be in this one, and served no real purpose. Like, yes, absolutely. Uh, and hilariously, the original like they shot him looking like Jesus Christ and saying we live in a society, mm. and then the internet laughed at it. And then it's not in the car. Yes, it's a different version <laughs> yep. of Joker. And you're like, yeah. And then I read an interview, and he's like, "Yeah, we recorded that, but I just, I think I have, I, maybe I closed the tab. That's too bad I did." Um, but he, Snyder, literally said, "You know, the we live in society. I just think it sounds cool." <laughs> it was the quote, and I was like, 
like this is why I say it's hubris because if that's your quote, then you really you aren't thinking deeper, uh, and you yeah, aren't and you completely. have no understanding of like why that was the most comical thing. Putting the meme that your universe is grim dark for the sake of it was like was being made fun of for just because you thought it was cool is like you can't make this shit up. Yep. Um, but yeah, and I I I think the idea of the epilogue was okay. Um, but most of it, like, you don't need, you did, you don't need all that Batman time. Mm. Um, Martian Manhunter, I think was part of the epilogue. Yes. I can't remember We're now. Going to see, going to see, uh, Bruce and oh, letting him yeah. know he existed. And, and, yeah. And getting the farm back was fine. Like the oh, epilogue yes. should have been yeah. like that five minutes. Cause the actual part six ends with like the ship magically being fixed after crash landing and picking them up. Mm hmm. Oh, yeah. And that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> the ship and flying off the distance is a... She wants to shot. fly. Like, yeah, all right, yeah. Cyborg, chill out. It's just a fucking But But, but also, another weird thing is they say, the mother box are destroyed, now what? It's like, were they destroyed? Because the plan was to split them apart, and you literally just split them apart, and that was the end. No one... It didn't then bury the whole... it three feet in the ground again. For no one to and that it wouldn't see. destroy them. In fact, I believe a big part of the film was you couldn't destroy them. So why is the line the mother boxers are destroyed mm. now? Like, anyway. So so I think the epilogue should just be was just hubris. Um, but I'm wrong because it's not the height of hubris. Because I don't know if you've heard this. Do Ooh. you know about Justice League Gray? <laughs> yes, I did read about that this morning. Yes. Do you want to enlighten the viewers on what that might be? Um, I mean, I don't know whether it's going to be completely recut. From my understanding, just a black and white version. That's He's it, right? working on the finishing touches, so it seems like there's some cut. It's, it can't just be add monochrome filter. This is this, this is the is... extra thirty minutes we wanted, isn't it? This is where it comes <laughs> in. <laughs> um, yeah. So Zack Snyder has said that he will release the Justice League Grey cut for charity. Okay, but oh, he's still that. working mm -hmm. on it. Which to me means it cannot just be in black and white. But then, what else are you doing, and why wouldn't you do it? Like, <laughs> it's like it, 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 it's you like got he watched this blanche. back. He he put it together and watched it back and gone, yeah, it's all right. And then two weeks later, gone, maybe we needed something else in here. You know what it is? I've just figured it out, Ben. Is there were scenes that he really liked that were filmed with the old suit Superman. Uh, but he couldn't use them. But now, if he puts everything in black and white, you won't notice whether it's <laughs> the blue suit so or he can, the black suit. He can use, so he can use all the shots. Yeah, he can use some of Whedon's shots then as well. Yeah. Make sure Superman... Give Superman a mustache in some of those shots. It's fine. And then just get rid of it in the next one. It doesn't matter. Yeah. No one, no one gives fine. a shit anymore. As long as it's black and white. No one gives a shit. The audience won't notice. Mind. Just do it in slow motion. Add a fan so the, the, the stash goes... <laughs> Or just make um, him drink uh, uh, like a chocolate milkshake and then yeah. pretend it's just a chocolate milkshake moustache. And then in the next scene, he can throw the milkshake away so people know that he is no longer drinking the milkshake and then he hasn't got I, I believe, yeah, Done. I believe that was exactly the extent of the reshoots that, that he did. So, so um, yeah, I mean, there was extensive reshoots for Joss Whedon's cut and mm -hmm. extensive reshoots for this one. Obviously, the most of the epilogue was the reshoots because obviously we didn't have those actors. Yeah, all of the Leto's stuff, right, was yeah. was reshot, yeah. It was new. It's um, new. 
No, I think show. also most of the Batman Alfred conversations in the garage, like when they're working on stuff, I think some of those seemed new to me. Okay. But anyway, um, I think that's a good place to end it. Mm-hmm. Um, epilogue is hubris. There's more hubris to come. Um, <laughs> I I didn't feel like I wasted four hours. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'd um, agree with that. Yes. I think it, it would be better to watch in six parts mm-hmm. and i mean six parts not seven um it's fine it ends fine it ends fine no epilogue also it's called father twice so wait i have to read these oh titles. yes oh yes sorry yes. uh so it's uh part one is don't count on it batman because that tells you that when he meets aquaman aquaman's gonna say no mm-hmm. part two is the age of heroes i.e. flashback heaven part three is beloved mother beloved son and that's a whole lot of it's the cyborg stuff right it's cyborg yeah yeah yeah. because his mom died Mm -hmm. and his dad loves him even though he doesn't realize it yeah uh then we have chapter four change machine which we don't really understand until they had some throwaway piece of dialogue. They're like, so the mother box. Oh, yes. So, uh, it's a anyone can take a match yes. to a house and turn it into smoke, but only the, but the mother box and turn smoke back into a house. It's a change machine. <laughs> um, that's the name of that chapter. But then the, the bit of the movie I hate the most, part five, is all the king's horses. Because Superman's Humpty Dumpty. Do you get the reference? Yep. It's a nursery rhyme reference. Because we're children being but catered also, to. <laughs> it also, they're not the king's horses and men because they figured out how to put Humpty Dumpty back together oh, again. Yes. So again, it's not really a reference because it doesn't do the thing the thing referred to does. It does the opposite. <laughs> and then... Something dark. Part six. Something dark. Is that what it was actually called? <laughs> what does that even mean? <laughs> I don't know. Um, and then, and then the epilogue: a father twice over. Um, sure. And again, that doesn't make sense because most of the epilogue wasn't cyborgs listening to his dad's speech. It was lots of different bits. Yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. So it doesn't. Yeah. Anyway, so I just I had to share those titles because I like every part because I was stopping at each part, so I'd start my notes again with, "Oh, I have to write this down." Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that that we could easily go on with other stuff, mm. but I think we did a good job of poking the bear yes. in the bull. Yeah, getting getting our general thoughts and our issues out. Uh, um, um, yeah. without lingering uh, without lingering too much and getting yeah. too too into the we've got into some of the weeds, but yeah. We didn't sit in the swamp for too long. Um, no. But yeah, yeah, I mean it was alright. Yeah. Uh, I mean I like yeah. Uh, final thought is it's better than the first one mm. if you like DC stuff. And yeah, especially if you like read some comics, you know, that involve the old, uh, the new gods, mm-hmm. um, you'll like some of it, like you, the good references. It's not worth watching all in one sitting. 
Absolutely. But like, uh, yeah, if you're a fan of superhero content, but it's also not a must watch. I think uh-huh. this, this is where I'm and I, I I can't remember if I said this in our uh, in our initial thoughts, but um, if if this was going to expand into um, you know more films, and this was going to be the continuation rather than them changing up, and we've got you know the Batman and, and all of these other things that are happening, mm. which might not be non extended universe yes. DC movies. Mm. Yeah, if this was going to be the through line, I think this more successfully sets everything up than the original one does because it shows you that it is, it's on the cosmic scale. You know, it makes it more impactful having Darkseid included and having having Martian Manhunts come in, showing a, a Green Lantern in that initial uh, Age ah, of Heroes yes. fight. You know, it, it puts in all of these, they're not even Easter eggs, that it's setting things up and allowing yeah, you to understand. lines, which I really appreciate. Exactly, allowing you to understand that there's lots of other stuff that is going on that will be covered or alluded to or, or bought up or be the big bad or whatever further on and i i think it does very well in showing that the dc universe or movie universe or entertainment universe or cinematic universe or whatever it's called is cosmic as well mm. um yes we, we know superman's an alien and steppenwolf has come from the sky and stuff but um it, it, it changes just, the it, scale it changes the scale absolutely and it does so i think quite well um, yeah, I think you're right. Like the 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 Martian Manhunter and the Green Lanterns do serve the purpose of being like other word worlds, mm-hmm. and like the multiple references to Darkseid having hundreds of thousands of worlds. Yes. Although the number keeps floating around in a weird way. No, I I think that's fine. He said he'd killed a hundred thousand worlds trying to find anti life, but yeah. then they said, or the guy who's not quite called Darkseid but is his decide. mate. Just make it completely different. It's just yeah, too yeah. hard. Um, saying then to Steppenwolf that he would need to enslave or kill another 50,000 worlds to be brought back into the fold of... Yeah. Or being forgiven uh, it, or whatever. It's just Flash, like, out of nowhere has a line where he's like, he must have killed hundreds, hundreds of thousands of planets and mm-hmm. killed heroes on those. And they're like, well, hundreds of thousands? That's weird because you've made a point of saying 100,000 on the other side, but also... Well, how would Flash know how many worlds? Like, it's just like Flash would be like, "It's done some stuff." Yeah, yep. I mean, Wonder Woman told me she found a cave paintings. Essentially, I mean, I'm being really mean to the Greeks because it's better than cave paintings, but like, uh, paintings in a cave mm-hmm. that said, "This guy came and we beat him." But don't think the cave paintings were like hundreds of th- like, like it just. I don't know. Anyway. I, I'm getting back into it when we're getting out of yes, it. Yes, let's, um, let's get out of it. Let's get out of it. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I agree. It, it it does, by being longer and flushed out, it helps the universe, mm-hmm. which it, who knows what that means now. Yes. Um, I think that last time I checked, they did have plans for a DC Extended Universe to continue, although possibly with Flashpoint resetting it, like okay. another all... Um, uh, but the Batman and the Joker were never parts of the DCEU. Mm. They were always standalone films. Mm-hmm. And I think there's so I think they're still planning doing something. And maybe that's why the epilogue has Leto in it. Because yeah. Snyder's doing Warner. It's still a Warner Brothers film. Yeah. So maybe Ties, he's still like Suicide Squad that. and that level yeah. of and the Harley Quinn film and all those sorts of things kind yeah. of into the same sort of thing. Yeah. But um, yeah, so I think that does us for this week. Uh, if you have thoughts that are, might just want to share our thoughts about uh, Justice League or all kinds or things you think we should take a look at, 
or um, please, uh, you can email us at podcast at outoflives.net or tweet at us at outoflivesnetwork. Out at outoflivesnet. We are Out of Lives Network on Twitch. I'm at the Omniarch Benz. At Nova underscore 47. Uh, and you can also find other podcasts like Tanked Up, uh, the podcast all about video games and craft beer, and um, VODs, articles, etc., on all kinds of pop culture, geek culture stuff at outoflives.net. Um, that's about it. So mm. Please rate, review on your podcast service of choice or YouTube, like, subscribe, whatever. The thing you're using... To imbibe this content, do the thing and tell people about doing the thing. Yeah. Please, it helps get reach, but also don't be a stranger. Um, helps get yeah, I think that's... reach around. Oh, is this like a Zack Snyder it's a... managed to give himself his own reach around? No, no. The Joker literally says to Batman, oh, who will give that. you a reach around or something oh, like that. Oh, 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 sorry, I had to, I had to uh, find something no. to, to end. I mean, you had to explain it because I was like, Ben, that's a terrible joke. Why? Like, it's not good. You can do a lot better <laughs> off the cuff, let alone multi-million dollar I mean, I'd, I'd never make that joke. So, yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, so we've been Geek Out Weekly for another week. I've been Adele. I've been Ben. Bye. See ya. www.outoflives.net